Del Lowry with Retirement Dog. In the last episode, I set out Spinoza's thoughts concerning happiness as a possible rule to follow. Recall that Spinoza advised us to realize that happiness lies in the movement from a state of lesser perfection to yet that of a greater one. To him, happiness lies in the movement, not the attainment of a particular goal or project. We've all experienced the truth of this one way or another. We just knew we would be happy when we left home, when we finally graduated, when we got a good paying job, when we married the love of our life, or got a new car, when we became a star, or whatever. Then we did that very thing. We achieved our goal, only to wake a few days later unhappy once again. Why is that? What happens? Spinoza chose the study of philosophy for a goal. He knew that he could study it forever and never arrive at the golden end of having exhausted the fields. He would never wake one morning and find that he had captured the flag. Studying philosophy was to be a lifetime pursuit and would satisfy the requirement of eternal transition. He would always be learning more and more and thus moving towards a greater state of perfection. The study of Tai Chi has emerged as a constant transitional avenue for me. Many years ago, perhaps 25 to 30, my daughter bought an old VW bus. You know the kind, funky, cool, and in bad need of attention. She was fresh out of college and an aspiring archaeologist. She needed something good for camping, so a new sound system had to be installed. Then the rear seats had to come out and a sleeping platform constructed. As her father, it was my privilege to make this rig fit her needs. Lying on my side on the floor of the bus, reaching for something underneath something in the back of the bus, I twisted my back. Sciatic damage, trips to the doctor, limping, foot wandering, physical therapy, and drugs. Everything was tried. Nothing eased the pain. Desperation. One day in the local coffee shop, I heard of a back specialist who used Tai Chi to fix what was broken. Revive a back was the name of his business. Doctors were talking of back surgery, and I didn't want to go there. I decided to try the Tai Chi guy. I thought that I would give him one visit, and if there was no improvement, that would be my first and last visit. I have been doing Tai Chi every single day since. Twenty to twenty-five years, it has been a continual progression. 
Tai Chi has taught me to sense my body, to feel what is happening and where. My wife is sick of hearing about it, but each day there's something else going on. The back healed. My posture changed. The head position changed. The body relaxed more and more and more. There has been no end. It amazes me daily. It has become as natural as breathing and has continually provided me with the movement Spinoza advocated. Music provides my second example. Miss Joe was my high school psychology teacher. One day she drew a straight line across the chalkboard. It represented us and the life we were to lead. She then drew a wavy line that rose and then dipped below the straight line. It looked like high hills and low valleys. She then colored in all of the high hills and said that they represented things that we have already done or learned. How to speak the language, how to read, fix a motor, ride a bicycle, etc. The valleys that were not colored in represented things we have not done or experienced. We don't know how to swim, ride a motorcycle, or operate a computer. We have not visited New York City, Paris, or Kathmandu. As we move through life, we need to come back and fill in the valleys or hollow areas. We need to keep expanding our abilities, knowledge, and experiences. She advised us to fill in the gaps. It made so much sense at 17, and it still makes sense at 80. When I retired from work, I looked at where these big holes existed and combined it with Spinoza's happiness principle. I could not read music nor play an instrument. I picked up the classical guitar because I loved the sound and I could take it wherever I traveled. It has provided me another avenue of continuing transition. Every day, since there has been movement towards understanding music and playing. Again, a transitory state is experienced on a daily basis. The pursuit of happiness is dear to us all, realizing that it lies in the movement between, increases our chances of knowing it when we see it or experience it. We can each choose our own direction. We just need to realize that it is the pursuit that is important, not grasping the brass ring. As a footnote, I remember reading of a 95-year-old woman in Vancouver, BC, who had just hit her first hole-in-one. She'd been playing golf for 77 years. 
her advice, don't give up. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or a story to share, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.